Hello our little chicken dumplings, welcome back for another episode. You're listening to Get That Bitch a Sandwich with Soph and Noors. Thanks everyone for joining us for another episode. If you're new here, welcome. If you're not new here, welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. Uh, Yeah, you're here with Lenore and Sophie. Um, We have a lovely episode in store for you guys today. Um, If you're new here, Sophie and I every week ask a little question to check in with one another. So I'm going to start by asking you, Sophie, what's been feeding your soul lately? (laughs) Sophie, oh, I only get that when I'm in trouble. Um, Oh, sorry, (laughs) Sophie. I'm like, oh, God, what have I done? Um, (laughs) No, great question, as always. Um, Such a good check-in point. But today and just in general this week, what's been feeding my soul, I've been really getting into some habits um, in all different aspects of my life, and I am so happy about it. Um, It's just been such a fun time. I find habits such an interesting, like, way of living people are really obsessed with them so I definitely think it would be an an episode that would be cool to cover like let us know what you guys think um some of my habits this week have been I've actually gone to the gym so stop it I know (laughs) you at the gym (laughs) I didn't say I did much I just said I (laughs) no I'm only shocked because you're usually more of a Pilates girl but you've gone to the gym this week Yes, yes. So usually I love my classes and stuff, which is another really great way to set a habit is to do the same thing over and over again. But I thought I'd venture out and I did some gym sessions. I did lunges and and all that stuff. Um, (laughs) All that heavy duty stuff in the gym. Yeah, literally. I actually have a really funny story to share. Um, Oh, it's embarrassing. Oh, fuck it. (laughs) Not this gym session, but another one, which is maybe why I haven't gone in such a long time. So when I was newly getting into the gym and like learning all the the tricks of the gym, I was like, okay, I've got a little session written down. I'm going to do a few things with like the balls. And (laughs) I went over, don't even start. (laughs) It's too easy, so. It's so stupid. I went over to the balls and I picked one up and thought it was like a heavy medicine ball. Um, It wasn't. It was one of the ones that can bounce. (laughs) And I literally threw it so hard into the ground because I thought I was going to scoop it back up and it hit me in the face. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to like not cry I thought my whole tooth went through my lip I thought it was going to be swollen as and um I just walked out two minutes into the gym session I was so embarrassed I left like (laughs) oh god honey that's a mess yeah it was not good it was tragic so basically yeah look I'd be scarred as well yeah yeah so it's a big it's a big achievement for me to go to the gym um so that's what's been feeding my soul this week um getting over that fear so yeah moving on um (laughs) what has been feeding your soul this week Nords? uh this week speaking of habits I feel like 
lately I've kind of cracked a bad one that I used to do quite frequently, admittedly. I um, used to indulge probably once a fortnight, who am I kidding, maybe even twice a fortnight in (laughs) some... Um, Uber Eats or Deliveroo, you know, you get to a Friday night, you feel a bit lazy and then you go and order yourself some, you know, pad thai for dinner or something like that. Mm, But lately it's been about, I would say, at least over a month where I haven't had any takeaway and not just ordering takeaway, like takeaway whilst I'm out and about as well. It's been... wow. Yeah. That is an achievement. That is some props to you because I feel like Thank I you. eat out all the time. Yeah. I Like I don't count a restaurant. I feel like a restaurant isn't a takeaway <laughs> if you're sitting there and you're like, you know, you're there for someone's It's a social birthday. event. Yeah, it's a social yeah. event. It doesn't count. Exactly. I think that's pretty justified and it's all right to treat yourself all the time. Mm. Sorry, once in a while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, I've refrained from ordering takeaway when I, especially when I have groceries in the fridge, like the cabbage is sitting there rotting away, babe, you paid $8 for it. Like use it. Yeah. Use totally. it. So yeah. I um, have found now that we've actually had way less waste in the fridge because we've actually been getting through all the meals that we planned for the week and went and bought groceries for. And we've, you know, had more nights where we've cooked. So we've actually experimented a bit more, which has been really fun. Yeah, I love Um, that. So, yeah, that's what's been feeding my soul lately. I've been eating good, feeling good, wasting less. Love And I have more money in my account. Truly, yeah. That's what a good habit and routine can can do for you. Like it puts you in like just such a good, I don't know, it's like thank you past self from future self. (laughs) <laughs> for being good yeah for being good. on the back there yeah yeah, yeah. speaking of eating mm. um this leads me to my next question what's been eating you up lately then well it's kind of a bit of a juxtaposition this one like a double-edged sword I have just started a new job and I am so excited for it like it is honestly my dream job it's something that I've been working towards for a really long time now um something I studied at uni so it's it's really cool that it's kind of coming to life and it's it's all very fresh and new but I guess what's been eating me up in that way is that I kind of have a bit of self-doubt around it because it's something that I've been so um keen to start so passionate about I've probably built it up a lot in my head um to be I don't know, this amazing thing. And what if I'm not good enough for that? What if I have this like imposter syndrome and I actually can't do as well as I thought I could? Then it's all back to square one. So I guess it's, yeah, I've been feeling a little bit nervous around that. Which is crazy because it should be such an exciting thing. Like you said, you worked so hard to get this role and like start in a new place where that aligns with like your passion in life. What do you think, it is that you're scared of in particular? Um, I think there's a massive part of my, maybe it's ego, maybe it's self-perception. I'm not 100% sure where it stems from, but I think it's this idea of if I fail at something that I was supposed to be good at, it makes me question a lot of things about myself um, and it can lead to having like very, harsh words said to myself or not a lot of self-compassion there it's a lot of um 
you know, why didn't you do this? Or imagine what people think of you now. And it's a horrible, horrible feeling. And I think that a lot of people feel it in multiple aspects of their life. I particularly find it challenging in work. I found it challenging when I was at school and uni. I think for me, those three are probably be like, they're because I am getting judged or potentially like assessed on how I perform, what my abilities are. And I hold myself to quite a high standard. So if I was to let that slip, I think I would just be really disappointed in myself. So that's probably where it comes from. Um, Mm. But yeah, I don't know. Like, have you ever felt in a particular situation that that self-doubt or fear of failure? Um. I mean, yeah, I don't think you would ever meet anyone who didn't, right? I thought like, that pause was going to be like it. No. <laughs> no, actually, I'm perfect. So, no, of course I do. Um, yeah, like I think it would be silly to think that people weren't scared, especially in new situations or, you know, an area where they're starting from scratch and they feel a little bit out of their own depth because, like you don't want to let anyone down you don't want to get embarrassed you don't want to look like you don't know what you're doing I guess a lot of like our fear of failure is kind of tied to the way that we think other people view us yeah Um, totally yeah and like for sure I've cared a lot about what other people think of me especially, you know, people that I'm literally getting paid to impress. Like (laughs) for sure in a new job, that's a scary concept. But even when you're just starting out in uni and you're trying to make friends or like when you join a new sports team or whatever else it may be, like for sure I've definitely felt that kind of fear and self-doubt and especially like in the workplace I find when people are relying on you, um quite heavily and and people have these great thoughts of you especially once you've spent quite a bit of time in a certain role and you've you've honed in on a skill set or something and and people really start to look up to you and um rely on you to maybe teach new staff members certain things or whatever you can start to question why or how you know the things that you know and that maybe you aren't qualified to be passing on any information um and yeah it starts to feel a bit like imposter syndrome like you're like who the hell put me in charge or who trusted me to take care of such a massive project or you know it just I think that's when the self-sabotage really starts to set in is when all of a sudden you become responsible for other things. Yeah, I know. I agree 100% with that. I think it's really hard um, as well when in some corporations you can feel like you're replaceable and like you have to constantly be adding value. Like how can I be the best? Because if I'm not the best, there's going to be a hundred other people who want this job um, and I need to prove myself. So that can be really scary as well. When you're in charge of lots of people, you're not just proving yourself to the people above you, but also the people below you. Um, Like you said, that imposter syndrome can come in from both angles then. And yeah, it's just intense. It's a lot. Um, I think it just means that we care a lot about our work, which is not necessarily a bad thing. One thing that really helps me is remembering like my past achievements and things that I thought and felt the same way about and it actually turned out to be okay. Yes, that's so true. 
I think in saying that as well, like when you're reflecting on your past achievements, it really helps to remember that at one point in your life, you didn't know how to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you really started from scratch at every point. Everything that you know now, you didn't once know before. Mm, exactly. So you had to learn how to do that at some point. And for whatever reason, there are certain things that you don't feel fa- like feel fear of, but then there are other things that you do feel fear of. So what is it about this one task that's in front of you that you're scared of? Yeah, for sure. And just like unpacking that and being like, okay, it's probably not that I'm scared of an Excel spreadsheet. It's probably (laughs) I'm scared of not getting it done in time, letting someone down, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that like, it's all about understanding like, like you said, you you didn't know something to begin with and now you do and you have to give yourself that credit to be like, I can learn things. I have learned things in the past and I've achieved things and the world hasn't stopped turning because everyone's sense of failure is different and, like, how can you even define failure? Exactly. And I think once you sort of work out that and understand where your fear is coming from, then you can work out ways to surpass it as well. Also remembering that the way that you define failure is very different to the way that someone else might define failure. Like I know we talk about in life, people say that like everyone's measure of success is different. Well, the same thing goes for the opposite end of the spectrum, right? Like what might be a massive fear to you is something that to me I could be like, girl, what are you tripping for? Hey guys, just interrupting this episode for a quick snack break brought to you by Maroji. As you guys know, we love Maroji, not only because they created our intro song, but also because of the fun new energy that they're bringing to the electronic dance music scene. They started making beats to procrastinate study. (laughs) We've all been there, but were quickly picked up by a record label and started doing live shows. Since then, Triple J has described them as lush pop with inspo from Flume and Glass Animals. Plus, they are set to join a huge lineup this year at Spilt Milk and Stonefest. If you want to learn more, you can follow them on Instagram at Maroji Music. That's M-I-R-O-J-I Music. A huge thanks to Maroji for supporting our podcast and providing you with this delicious snack break. Yeah, exactly. No, that's (laughs) so true. Yeah, that is so true. And I feel like a really good example that springs to mind for me is when we were initially starting this podcast um, and we were talking to one of our closest friends um, who produces music and she, um, yeah, is incredible, just like a very, if she wants to do something, she goes and does it and she's like experienced so much. Um, And I really wanted to hear her opinion on it and she just said you can create something great you can create something that's okay or you can create nothing and so I thought that it was really cool for us to be like okay well you either like put something out there or you don't so we might as well just give it a go and I think Mm. like when she brought it back to that like really simplistic you just have to do it it was like oh yeah of course that makes so much sense but it took us someone else to kind of give us that Um, advice before we realized that it applies to us too because it's very easy to give that advice when it doesn't apply to you yeah for sure and it's like 
sorry, this episode's going to become quite full of cliches. I can foresee it now, but <laughs> hashtag corneas. Um, <laughs> corneas and a corn chip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the option is you either do it and you succeed or you do it and you fail, but the alternative is you don't do it and you never know. Yeah, and do you really want to get to your deathbed thinking, I didn't do all this stuff just because you were afraid of failing, quotation marks, what does that even really mean? Mm. Um, And, like, don't judge me, but I I put a little quote on my background the other day and I thought, like, it was just a really nice reminder because you open your phone every day. You you should put something that's important there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's why mine's a picture of a pizza. Pizza. <laughs> it used to be my dogs. So I was like, I need to stop being so obsessed with them. It says, <laughs> I do not pass or fail. I experience. Wow. Yeah. That very deep. Hits you where it feels good, doesn't it? It does. It hits me all in the good feels. And it's like, it's so true. Like you define what you see as a pass or a failure. And it doesn't even have to be either because what what is that? Like if you just were to say, for example, one thing that I've always wanted to do and probably still will do and hoping to do is I've always wanted to like buy a van and do it up and go around and travel. I feel like it's super cliche. Lots of people want to do it, but it really makes me feel so good. I'm like I can imagine myself doing that. Um, Now, So why haven't you? Yeah, lol, because I don't money no No, I have nowhere to put a van in Sydney unfortunately um but when I do that when not if um maybe the engine fails maybe everything goes wrong I lose a lot of money and I have to give that dream up but I could either sit there and be like okay that was a complete failure what a waste of time what a waste of money blah 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 Or I could say, what a cool experience. I got to travel. I got to do something that was really out of my comfort zone. I now know more about cars. I now know more about living on the road, all that kind of stuff. So, like, can you really say that that was a failure? Yeah, so true. And that is a good point that, like, you, the way that you experience your failure, the way that you overcome it can really shape whether or not you take it as like a terrible experience or take it as a lesson. Like failure in life is inevitable, right? You're going to run into it. So it's up to you whether when you finally fail, how you come out of it. Are you going to be like, okay, yeah, that really sucked. And now I'm just going to like wallow in my misery because this terrible thing happened to me. And it, depending on what that failure is, that can become really toxic really easily because if it's something that you have hyped up your whole life or is something that is really like peak goal and you don't reach that, that can swallow you up. That can really make you feel like your life is ending if you don't achieve that thing or if you find out that you're not good at that thing. Yeah. But if you have a different perspective on it and you sort of shift your mindset to be like, all right, this wasn't meant to be for me at this point in my life, if this is something that I still want to pursue, what can I do about it? What did I learn from this experience that I can take as a lesson to prepare myself for the next time that I aim for this goal? 100%. 
like to make sure that I don't class. fail. Yeah, like, and that's the thing. Like, is it a failure? Is it really a failure or is it just a hurdle? A hundred percent. And I think it's really, if you look back at all the things you would define as failures, it's like you wouldn't be the person you are today. Your path wouldn't be the same. You wouldn't have the same learnings. And I think sometimes it's probably better to make the mistake early on and be like, fuck, glad I didn't get too invested in that rather than like you said. Um, but I guess it's just all about that mindset. Like, are you going to be positive and try and see the good things that come from it? Or are you just going to like wallow because that really doesn't, it doesn't help. It doesn't solve anything. It won't make you feel better and it won't, mm. um, it won't put things into perspective. You'll just constantly think like, oh, well, fuck, I'm never going to try anything new again. Yeah. And I think as well, like understanding that your feelings are just a side effect of that event in your life, like being embarrassed or feeling dread about what you've done and not wanting to talk to people about it. Those are just side effects. That embarrassment is something that you have to sort of step back and think like, okay, what is it about this that I'm actually embarrassed about? What is it that I think of myself or that I'm worried about other people thinking of me that's making me feel like this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me? Because I could just feel really embarrassed or whatever that maybe I let my parents down or that I told all my friends that I was going to go on this cool van adventure and then my van broke down and now like people on Instagram aren't going to see my cool shit like what is it that you're actually worried about rather than the event itself but more so just the side effects that you have the power to control and change your perception of especially when it comes to yourself because that's that's what's really going to eat you up. That's the stuff that you're not going to be able to move past if you give it that power. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, I think you are in charge of how you feel and how you respond and react to things. Um, and that's kind of really cool. Like, it's a very powerful thing that you're in charge of that. And I remember when I was going through a really tough time at work, um, for a long time, I was like, just pitying myself oh, poor me, oh, work is so hard, oh, you must be the only person who's worked overtime in your life. Like, <laughs> it was just such a pity party. And then I woke up one day and I was like, you are being silly. Like, you <laughs> just need to look at what's going on and you can go into work and feel really sorry for yourself or you can pick up how you feel and... I did that. And honestly, I know it sounds like, oh, that's easier said than done. And it depends on what the thing is that's making you feel that fear of failure or that embarrassment or whatever. Um, but it definitely is pos possible to change the way you think about it and go in with a different mindset. Even if you're like experiencing the failure in real time, it's not like something's happened and you remember the failure. Like if you're failing at something in the moment, like you can totally reassess and either be like, okay, this isn't working for me. Um, like maybe it's not my dream. Maybe I can let this go and that's totally fine. Or you can be like, no, we're, we're going to push through. Like this is a hurdle, like you said before. It's not going to define me. It doesn't make me a worse person or anything like that. It's just a blip in my life um, and it will lead to something that is going to be fine. It's going to be good. So that is so yeah. true. Yeah. I think that's just like one side of it though as well. Like 
most of our fear of failure is something that's preemptive. It's something that we feel before there's even an outcome. Yeah. It's something that, you know, we, we go through our minds again and again and again, and it often cock blocks us from <laughs> taking special leaps in our life, you know, that could get us to places that we want to be or like just do fun things that we really want to do because we're just so freaking terrified. Like something I'm so scared of is like going skydiving, for example. Mm. I know that once I'm up there and someone shoves me out the plane, there's no <laughs> going back and I probably have the best time of my life, but I'm just so scared of a bad outcome. Yeah. So I don't want to do it. For sure. Yeah, 100%. I am actually terrified of heights, so I can fully relate on that one. Um, like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember once I was down the coast with, um, like, two of my just closest people who are very supportive, um, which is a great thing if you're experiencing that self-doubt is to have that those people backing you. But anyway, I was down at the coast, and while we were at the coast, I saw this, like, pier like bridge thing that I wanted to jump off um but it was really high and I ended up not doing it um and I was really disappointed when we drove off and I I thought I should have done that I really should have done that and so I try and apply that feeling of disappointment that I didn't do it when I'm feeling the fear of failure like I would rather push through and be like I did that rather than let the fear kind of take over um, and walk away from an experience being like, oh, fuck, like I didn't get yeah. to do that. And it was really yeah. disappointing. So while that was like a really little hurdle, like it's not that it affected my whole life. Like I can go back and jump off the <laughs> if I want to. Like, <laughs> um, But it, it's kind of that feeling of like, would you rather just try it, which is what our friend gave us the advice. And thank her, thank her for that because we wouldn't have a podcast without it. So Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a very, very real thing for us, like, you know, being worried about putting this out into the universe. And now look at us thriving. <laughs> yeah, love that for us. Um, no, but for sure you make a good point about, you know, focusing on the present like I guess when you are worried about how something's gonna go and it stops you from doing something you're not being present and you need to be courageous in a specific moment to get over that fear of failure and really just take the plunge genuinely yeah genuinely take the plunge if it's safe yeah metaphorically yes. <laughs> if it's safe and remember when you're on your deathbed Will you regret doing it or will you regret not doing it? Yeah, it's as simple as that. And I think it's like there's a split second when you have this fear building inside of you and it's like if you can just like snap your brain and be like, no, we're doing it, we're going. If you don't even give yourself time to think, then that self-doubt and failure, it, it doesn't have time to come in and you're able to like push through um, and almost like surpass that feeling, which is amazing. Yeah, I mean, it does talk- take a lot of bravery and a lot of courage to definitely, do that. Definitely, definitely. And we've, you know, obviously mentioned things about work, um, <laughs> things about the gym being scary, <laughs> all that kind of stuff, jumping from a plane. But it can be really simple things, like you know that feeling, Nors, when like you're you're at primary school or high school, and you're like 
waiting to get picked on a team. <laughs> and like, Do I know that feeling all too well? <laughs> and, like, you're the last one to be picked. Like, that's a fear. That is Are you trying that. to trigger me? <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I can't relate. I wouldn't know. I was always team captain, so can't relate. But I can Yeah, imagine. your skills in the gym can attest to that. <laughs> hey, I'm more of a team player. More of a team player. But it genuinely is kind of the same feeling, don't you reckon? Like, that you start to self-doubt when you're the last one picked. And I think it's the fear of failure, like you said, it comes from the anxiety of what if and the future. And if you can just, like, settle yourself in that situation regardless of, yeah, like if it's at school, work, in a relationship even, um, I think, yeah, you just have to be brave. You just have to try. Yeah. And just to throw another cliche in the mix, as they say, you miss 100% of the shots that you do not take. Oh. <laughs> There's a good one for you. Eat Write that up. That down. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cute. I actually really like that one. Um, but there's a lot we can learn from um, our past, you know, quote unquote failures. Um, and just remember that feeling and think, I don't want to feel that again. I think it's um, it's really powerful remembering what you felt and trying to be like, nah, it's it's not going to happen. And um, mm. and you know how there's that age old icebreaker of what's something that you would do if you knew you could not fail. Just Ooh. just act like that's not a question and just use that as a philosophy to live your life. Yeah, be a yes man or woman or anything, <laughs> a yes person. <laughs> just just. Be like Nike, just do it. Just do it. Oh, <laughs> yes, that is the attitude we need. If it's like anything, just do it. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> well, on that note, guys, um, it has been a pleasure to talk about this. I'm feeling a lot better. Um, and I really will be taking some of this advice into my new role and work like friends, relationship, whatever it is that you might be feeling a fear of failure or you've got that self-doubt, just remember that there are things that you can do. There's people around you. Use them. Um, be compassionate to yourself and remember your past achievements. Um, Absolutely. Good things to do. Words of wisdom, Soph. Words of wisdom. <sighs> I'm here to serve. I'm here to serve. <laughs> <laughs> Go um, forth and prosper. <laughs> If you guys have liked this episode, it would mean the world to us if you rated us on Spotify and if you gave us a follow over on Instagram. We are just loving hearing all your feedback and comments and all your kind messages. Um, it has just been overwhelming, to say the least. And to think, Nors, we weren't even going to start this. I We weren't going to put it out in the universe. Thank God we conquered that fear of failure. Absolutely. And if we can... <laughs> you can so thanks again guys don't forget to stay nourished and we will chat to you next week bye bye